Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, November 17th. We're back after one week absence. We have returned. It's not the full unit. It's not the regular unit, but... We do have some exciting things to say. But Owen's back after, I think, a 10-day absence. So how are you holding up? You took a little bit of a trip to the United States. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. It was uh, much needed. I've been working way too hard. So it was good to get get some time off because, uh, you know, working too hard can hurt. It can lead to a whole, you know, whole bunch of health complications <laughs> and strains and things like that. It so can. That's not what I wanted. I was trying to avoid it. Yeah. And the worst kinds of things that could happen would be heart related. So that would, if right. if a double whammy like that were to occur, that would be <laughs> devastating. Adam, you're back in person after two Zooms, I think. So how are you doing? I'm good. Um, I'm kind of happy that you can hear my voice for once because listening's the last two. Like every time I join the Zoom, I'm like, how's my mic? They're like, good, good, good. We can hear. And then I listen to the podcast and it's just disgusting well so, yeah the yeah. beats are not doing the trick the beats didn't work the airpods didn't work i don't know how owen's mic doesn't sound that bad on the airpods so respect to you but i, I think he not. has the new pods is what it is are they the, the pros, pros? The, the pros yeah. yeah yeah i could not pull it off with my regulars so respect yeah well it's okay live and learn it's national yeah. butter day do you like anything about butter um no not really not really a butter you user. told me you were a margarine guy i am oh, <laughs> that's what you told me that's disgusting. i don't remember telling you that but i am is that true <laughs> it is dude that's nice. disgusting i don't really like margarine. they say they say they say like seed oils are really bad for you like i don't i'm i don't i don't know if that's the internet thing or if that's real i don't life, live by margarine but I, like we don't have butter in my house we only have margarine so yeah like, i rock the base cell over here yeah it's a base house. But I'm happy we have an electric guest today. We do have One an electric guest. And he was supposed to be here last week. The people heard some of him because we gave you his game notes. But now he's here in person <laughs> after. Uh, well, let's. it's Caleb, first of all. So how are you doing? You like anything about butter? Yeah, I prefer butter. I can't believe that I'm in a room with three people and two <laughs> margarine eaters. That is absolutely crazy to me. You had some health complications. As Owen was alluding to at the start, you weren't able to crack the last show because of a, uh, what's the exact word? Myocarditis, but what type? Perimyocarditis. Perimyocarditis. Double whammy. Yeah. Double whammy. Uh, so take notes at home. Yeah, Perry, everybody, this is like a doctor. We're, we're basically have <laughs> James Andrews on right now. But yeah. what does the Perry one entail? Like, what was the, because tell me about the ru runway to you not making it last. Is week. this different from the one Alfonso Davies had? Mm. I think mine's much more serious. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Got him. Got him again. Uh, Perimyocarditis. I think it just, uh, it's bad. It's bad news. I don't know the exact uh, what it is. I just know that I'm I'm on the shelf for like three months here. So mm. last week I was scheduled, and then the chest pains rolled in, and uh, back in the hospital. So glad glad to be in this and week. I just wanted no, this isn't you know my question, but a lot of the viewers were asking. Uh, I just wanted to clear up if whether this was like from the vaccine <laughs> or COVID or, or what. Well, so I don't know if you could. Shed yeah, the doctor said it's almost certainly from the vaccine. Oh, <laughs> okay. good, good. Yeah, Interesting. Was... 
Okay, that's Great. what I was thinking. Yeah. Good analysis from the doc. That's Perfect. very interesting stuff. I'm sure everybody's listening. You have game notes prepared this week as well, I imagine. I do. I want to get out ahead of that. I know my picks were shared last week, uh, one and four. I don't think anyone was keeping track. There was a lot of people making picks last <laughs> week. This is so true. That's so that's good. So I shouldn't have said anything, but we're going to be better this week. So Let's yeah. go. That's what I like to hear. And we, obviously, we weren't here on Monday to talk about the games. And, you know, we have the helmets that are all... I, I came down here and I was a little twisted up by the helmets. So we'll be back moving those next week. We're not doing it this week. But I was really excited to get in here today and talk to Alex about what happened with the Raiders because they did lose to Jeff Saturday. And Alex <laughs> said that he was committing his whole Sunday. He wasn't going to watch any other thing other than the Colts-Raiders game. Looked like he missed the end of the Bills-Vikings just so he could watch the start of Colts Raiders but then Alex gave me the news last night that he's actually attending a Slava and a Slava for the people that don't know is a big Serbian feast that you have I don't know how often it goes down but he sent me like the Google search for Slava and just the first description and then a couple pictures of some bread and stuff so Alex is at a Slava tonight so we can't ask about the Raiders I thought he was at work or something but no respect it's 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 annual Mm. and it's a veneration of their patron patron saint slava yes but anyway that's why alex isn't here but i know the raiders are still kind of the big story in my book because you know two and eight they got the second pick in the draft which you just hate to see in the year they were going all in and then you had Derek carr going up there crying on the podium which i know i know owen had an opinion about so i wanted to throw him the lob early so he could get his Derek carr take off no, I just thought it was hilarious because every year Derek Carr will have you know, he'll break down at around this time, like week ten or eleven, he'll have some. Last year, last year it was the Henry Rugg stuff, so you know I'll give him a pass on that one. But uh, this year his his annual cry was because <laughs> annual cry. Don't forget he cried was... at the emails too. I think he probably did. He might have had two. He might have exceeded his quota last year, but this year was just an all time low for for his annual cry because, I mean, I get the like we're also like, like we all need to be better it's this is on all of us but like ugh, man you gotta like you're, this is your nine this is your nine and we're still crying about you know not doing well enough when you have like one of the best receivers in the nfl and you're in, in year nine like it was just i i got a good kick out of it it made me laugh quite a bit so uh yeah, it was pretty funny. Derek Carr is a bit of a joke, in my opinion. I like how you can pretty easily tell the difference between like the the media accounts who like have people who like get it and like are on top of it and like no one to chime in because you know there's still some out there who are like, look at Derek Carr, like boys, can we get some retweets on this? Like, he just cares Colin so Coward. much. That's Colin Coward. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, he is the common denominator to their failure, so that's a little bit tough. And I know, Alex, if he was here, he would have an opinion about how Mark Davis says that Josh McDaniels is doing a terrific job and he's safe for next season, which, I mean, if I was him, I wouldn't be that upset because they'll probably go like 4-12, and 4-13, and 13, and then they can just pick Bryce Young or whoever at the top of the draft. So I wouldn't be that upset. Like, don't fire him now. You might as well just commit to getting that top pick. But, but... then you have to have him next season. And then what, go 4-13 and 13 again and get another good pick? Well, then it, you, won't, you probably won't have Derek Carr then. So you got like, less yeah. of two evils in this situation, I Well, think. you can, like, maybe have him learn behind Derek Carr for a year, get another couple good picks in the draft, and then make your push. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a recipe here. Yeah, maybe. Well... <clears throat> I, I'm going to touch on it a bit later in the show, not to spoil yeah. my head, but there, oh, I think teaser. there is quite a good, there's a good reason that they're not firing him now. And I think it mostly has to do with like funds, 
with money. Mm. That could be. Yeah. Does he not want to pay three coaches at once? Maybe that could I be. I think an that idea. might that might that might be a big part. But I like again. I don't want to tip my hand. So yeah, I'll save it for later. Little yeah. teaser. That's okay. We can uh-huh. push it back. You have any takes on yeah. the Raiders situation? No, I haven't. I haven't watched a Raiders game since probably week four. That's good. Executive decision. That's very good. Alex is not amongst that crew, and I know he's worse for it. He did let me know though. He watched up until the third quarter, and then he said Dawson just failed to work, so he just oh, missed the good. end. And he said he was thankful that he saved did. himself an hour. Yeah. It, he really did. So that's a win for him. Um, the Cowboys lost to the Packers. Now this oh. is this is a tough situation for you. I thought. So in my mind, it was like, oh, no Sunday show. Like, I won't have to talk about this. Oh, I really, like, I'm curious to know how you're doing because I barely heard from you after the game. Like, you, like, died. <laughs> you fell off the face of the earth. So how are you hanging in? Yeah, I mean, I was fighting for my life in the group chat, like, immediately following the loss. And then I realized that the people I was arguing with were not really worth arguing with. Mm, but, I hate um, that's always, That always happens when you lose. Yeah. Because you feel such a sense of like association you like, with your team. Yeah, you need like, to I defend. And then it's like, why am I actually talking to you right now? <laughs> yeah. Were any of these people like former guests on the show or... Yeah, yeah. One of them was can a. Can you form- name drop any? Or I don't know. Like, you can figure that out yourself. But um, <laughs> I think like overall i'm not that disappointed it's kind of like you kind of saw it coming a little bit a little bit of a wake-up call like a team getting complacent and you're playing against like a team that has always had you mm, and we're just too good we lost focus cause no we're too good. like i'll i'll accept it like it was a bad loss i'm not happy but i think you learned a lot from that loss like it was nice seeing them get fired up at the end it's like okay like we remembered with the cowboys like Let's clean up the penalties. Let's try to figure out what, like, we know what we're bad at again. Just kind of, you know, a little setback, try to figure it out and move forward. Minor setback for major comeback. Hopefully, yeah. And I mean, I I don't understand how, like, I'm on this podcast in August and I'm saying, like, the Cowboys need to work on stopping the run. And I'm saying this in August. But somehow in November... Like, the team still doesn't know that their weakness is stopping the run. Like, we're letting the Packers run 200 yards on us. It makes no sense. Like, how how is the flag on the play figuring this out before Mike McCarthy? Hey, whoa, this is a pretty good show. Yeah, we're pretty, it is, we're but, like, edge. we're not getting paid millions of dollars to figure this out. Like, I just go to school, so I don't know how I'm figuring this out first. Raw. I just have a, I just have a day job. I just yeah. do my thing. That's yeah. the type. Of, that's the type of answer I like to hear. Um, no, difficult, but it is kind of like your second team. So I don't, and I Jeff don't know also, that. who was on the show last week, suffered a similar fate. You know, Vikings win, Bills lose. He said he could only be eighty-five percent happy. <laughs> so, was there any sort of happiness tier for you because the Packers are back on track potentially? No, this actually probably made me less happy because I always get baited into picking the Packers in mm. the picks, and this kind of like gets me fired up to that's pick what the Packers it. again. Well, we're gonna but have no, the chance no to do happiness. That. I think my only happiness is like kind of wake up call to the defense to maybe like try stopping the run good and this is ahead of your game of the year which you've been teasing for weeks on end which yeah. we're going to pick later oh. so don't tip your hand too early but this okay. is your game of the year personally Caleb, i, I want to drop a take yeah on go this ahead game. i think the packers are, are back i think like this to me was like i think the story of the game is, is christian watson because <laughs> they lacked all season they lacked somebody that could 
like take the top off a of defense and beat DBs really. And clearly Romeo Dubes wasn't that guy, and neither is Alan Lazard. But I think Christian Watson is that guy. He's like 6'4", 6'5". He runs like a 4'3". I think he's going to turn their season around. And for everyone wondering, Owen dropped $25 in fab on him. Yeah, and, yeah, and 24 in, in the other league. He caught four balls. I don't know. I got, got him three out of four leagues. So I think when you're pounding the run, when you're pounding the run to like unlimited success, it's pretty easy to like little play action, 80-yard bomb. Open That's field, my though. take. When we'll somebody's going to be wrong. So <laughs> there's that. Kilm, you had a game of the year in your game notes on the show, which was the Falcons <laughs> alternate See, spread minus which, five. <laughs> which we that's, put in as your lock of the week. That's yeah. fake news. Game of the year's crossed out, uh, and it was even before I sent in the screenshots. So uh, I don't really But wanna... you had the alternate spread. Yeah. That's true. No, I did. I had Atlanta. Uh, minus five and a half and alternate. That... Yeah, so it was a wake-up call. Uh, I've never seen... <laughs> I've never seen a team play quite that bad. I think Marcus Mariota might have the worst game out of any quarterback in NFL history. He I was, was shocked. I was sick to my stomach. And, uh, you know, for the record, I did call one of my kind of main gambling associates and I told him, hammer Carolina Moneyline. I said I was wrong. I was wrong in a big way. I let my personal bet ride out of respect for the podcast. Um, but, yeah, it was a dumb pick. It was a bad pick. Hand up. That's okay. You get a chance to bounce back with a big lock this week, which is good. So Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I, I think Main gambling associate sounds like you called, like, your bookie up. Yeah. yeah. Like he called Yassi or something like that. No, it's, he's, yeah. he's more of a teammate. Uh, okay. He's an associate. Oh. oh right. Yeah, right. The famous a teammate. Shared, the classic shared account. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Interesting. Very <laughs> ominous. Um, Cooper Cup sell long term. I think that's kind of like a death blow to the Rams. We didn't really care about the Rams anyway but definitely worth mentioning the thing that's going on ahead of this weekend is this bills browns game is supposed to have three to six feet of snow on the uh, on sunday in buffalo now the browns are traveling there it's their last game before they get watson back the game can't be moved because the bills are playing on thanksgiving against the lions so it looks like we're headed towards a game in a blizzard this weekend which i'm a big fan of snow football if there's snow football, it's an instant on the TV for me. Like, automatic. It's the most aesthetic-looking, best-looking game. Like, I'm thinking of Bill's Patriots, I think it was, where there was, like... That was tough. Three, three pass yeah. attempts. <laughs> that so was I, a that was win, though. I don't yeah, really want to throw that onto my, like, main monitor, personally. But but that was because of, like, gale force winds, I thought, not snow. Well, mm. we got wind in Buffalo, too, though. Yeah. Mm. It was, yeah. That's good insight from you. I like it. <laughs> the quality of play is low, but it looks good. That's all the quality of play is extremely low, but take the under. I like it. Now, we are at the point. We played 10 weeks. Thanksgiving's coming up next week. Thanksgiving, by the way, if you remember last year, we made like 10 picks on Thanksgiving. And if you think we're not doing it again, you're wrong. We're doing it again on the Thanksgiving <laughs> picks. So that's your chance to claw back into the standings and the picks. But because we're getting so close and we're into the stretch run and we missed on Sunday, I just wanted to sort of get a bit of a temperature check in the room on both the conferences. Because if you look at the AFC, I'm looking at all the division leaders and I think they're good. But if you're looking at the last wild card spot, it's pretty open. You have New England, Cincinnati, the Chargers. You like one of those more than another to crack in? Because I'm assuming that the Jets and the Bills will go as the first two wild cards, Bills slash Dolphins. So then it comes down to those ones that I mentioned, mm-hmm. which, again, Chargers, Patriots, and the Bengals. Bengals. So which one do you like to get there? Um, that's actually hard because I thought that Bengals and Chargers would make it through. So, I mean, I think the easy pick here is Bengals, but 
like Emily said on the last show, the Chargers just uh, they can find a way to win. So. Don't want to bet against the Chargers. Yeah, you don't. Words. You don't want to bet against the Chargers. So I think I'll take them in that last spot. Let's go. Yeah, Kim, you, you get had an immediate answer. Yeah, no, it's it's Bengals and it's by a million. <laughs> I think the Bengals have been uh, really putting it together. I think losing Chase. Uh, in some sort of sick way has been a benefit to the team i think they've been hot i think they were hot going into the bye i don't want to get ahead of myself but i I think the bengals have all the same uh all the same ingredients to that magical recipe we saw last year yeah yeah, he's coming back he'll be back yes so you're saying but you're saying they should probably just like (laughs) like not start him just rest up a little bit like let's save it for next season when he's back he'll be back i think it's it shows the team they can win without him uh they've looked good without him uh and i think they're they're hot like listen to hayden hurst talk about joe burrow uh i think Whoa, oh, yeah. please do that he, definitely do that let's no do that. He, was, he was saying with with nine under center anything is possible oh, all oh, things right. are possible through joe burrow and i know yes. at least he's, adam he's is a, is a joe burrow hater oh, um, oh i'm there's i'm probably one. the least joe burrow hater on the whole show I like Joe Burrow. Personally. Oh no! I'm a fan of yeah, Joe he's Burrow. He's so cool. Uh, I he probably think... hated that. Do you think, Caleb? Can I ask you a question? Do you think he hated that he has to he had to have a bye week last week? Do you yeah, think he, that, wants, like, he loves football. Bit? He wants to play football. He, but he does love. He loves football so much. He probably wanted to be out there so bad. Oh yeah, with no. his boys. Yeah, he's itching. He's itching for he a game this week. Itching. No, I think uh, <laughs> AFC wild card picture. I'd be shocked if the Bengals did not squeak their way in. I think uh, the Chargers are pretenders. I think they're dead in the water. Uh, the only other team I'd give any uh, credit to is is the Patriots there. So while we're here, because we've asked another guest on the show this before, but what's your favorite Joe Burrow nickname? Yeah. Like, do you like Joe Burr? What's your Maybe favorite? Burrow with a... I, th- I know Burrow with Burrow the, with, with, a, with the X. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's a good favorite? one. Okay. Good to hey, know. Can I ask a part B to that? <laughs> if you must. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite Kid Cudi lyric? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's questionable that's the one aspect of joe burrow that i'm not sold on uh, just the kid cuddy that's it yeah other than that he's sick all right okay the more you know Owen, are you also on the Bengals to get that last one i actually was gonna lean Bengals, but now i'm full on i'm all in on the chargers <laughs> i just think they're too talented to, to not get in there i think um yeah they got the pieces i think coaching is maybe a deficit and they've underperformed but like she said i just think they kind of find a way so i think they'll get in there yes i like how every time the chargers come up there's always one sentence you can fall back on and it's they're too talented to not make it yeah like you can always use that one in relation to the Chargers. i got i don't understand this uh this rhetoric of they find a way to win if there's anything i know about the chargers it's that they find a way to lose well emily said it on the last show she, she said, said she said well, don't she said bet it. against the chargers they yeah. find a way to win oh in that case yeah okay she was right dude we took them against the spread <laughs> and do. literally that was the definition of finding a way to cover there was literally yeah. no way it was dead in the water and then they voodoo tricked kyle shanahan into taking the field goal so they do find a way to cover did they cover they yeah covered. they did okay two and two and three forget <laughs> what i said earlier i'm let's hot go. baby let's go Raw. <laughs> alternate line needed no he didn't even need to hit that one up for minus 160 you could do it regular minus 110 in the nfc um you think we're getting four from the nfc east that would result in the seahawks or the 49ers falling off and that would be the last wild card spot because i i think we can all you know admit to ourselves giants dallas and philadelphia yes despite the loss but washington could maybe scratch and claw their way there. They're five and five. They look to be an inspired bunch. Heineke's probably going to start the rest of the season. Do you think San Francisco falls out or maybe Seattle 
Do you like washing over either of those? No, I don't like the Durs. I mean, the Durs are definitely frisky. We got hate for putting them in frisky. Um, we were right. By a notable guest on the show today. Yeah, it was one of right. the biggest haters. But uh, <laughs> they've got some frisk, but I think Seattle and the Niners are way too good. Yeah, Niners all the way. Yeah, I think that's a pretty <laughs> self-explanatory take. Owen, oh, you might be the one guy who could stick up for the Durs. Yeah, I love the Commanders. I think they're just more fun than the Niners. The Niners have had too many cracks at it. Um and I don't like the way they play. Yeah, I like Heineke. I like how he wins games and throws it around. You know, the Niners, what's interesting to me, and it's not really Jimmy G's fault, but Jimmy G, I'm going to just start calling him Jared G because I really think he's Jared Goff with like a worse, <laughs> no, with a better no PR way. team. I really do. I don't think he's yeah. very good, dude. And they're like... They play ha- complete opposite styles. No, but the, they're like, we have all these weapons. It's like, cool, who's getting him the ball? And the other thing is... <laughs> If Trey Lance was there, at least it would make the 49ers more fun. At least it would make them more interesting. Yeah. Jimmy G kind of like bogs them down and makes them boring. I don't really enjoy watching him distribute the ball. I kind of like Jimmy G. I know you do. He's not going to like throw that flashy 50-yard deep ball back shoulder on the sideline. Why like, would I like that? He'll just give you the ball. He'll just give Debo the ball and let Debo do his work. So he makes the stars shine. You know what I mean? Well, like He's just throwing it down the middle and you can do your work. Uh, sorry, he makes the stars shine. By like not giving them big catches. Yeah, he gives them like the short catch. <laughs> By giving can, them like, big handoffs. Yeah. Right. right Maybe right. like a twenty okay. yard down the middle. That's a good highlight. Yeah. yeah, like that highlight of Kirk Cousins where you know, or sorry, of uh, Justin Jefferson where Kirk Cousins threw it up. Like he doesn't like those highlights. He likes nah. more of the like screen bubble screen. Yeah. Yeah. Duke a guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like he's. It's not about him. I mean, this is right. Owen exactly nailed it. There was a third and twenty on Sunday night where they threw screen to Debo. It was like, all right, like we can't get it twenty yards down the field with you. Like you're gonna have to do the work. And I think he got it like sixteen yards, so it was close enough. But that is kind of the situation with the Niners, in my opinion. We're on to picks this week, week eleven. Now here's the thing. Last week, again, people know it was the zoo episode. There was crazy circumstances and we had an unbelievable amount of people on. That resulted in two people, Luca and Sedge picking for Owen and crafting him with a one in five stink bomb, which was absolutely <laughs> brutal. And you knew it was cursed when Luca the whole time was delegating to Sedge. And then he goes, I really like the Durs. Like, can we take the Durs, Sedge? And Sedge is like, nah, Eagles all the way. Like, fly, Eagles fly. That's when you knew it was cursed. They locked the Texans, which you probably would have done anyway. So how do you feel about a one in five that's given to you, not exactly your moves yourself? Um, well, I listened back to the episode and I compared it with some of the picks I made and I didn't have the best picks week regardless. So I'm actually, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to let them off the hook because I, my picks wouldn't have, would not have been that much different. And I just want to note, I think they would have gone 0-6, but we got forced into the Chargers because they both said they liked the Niners. Yeah, and this is a good time to bring this up. You're all welcome because you were all going to pick the 49ers, and I made you all pick the Chargers, and Emily yeah. made me. So by extension, thank you to Emily. Everybody should probably like send her a card or a Christmas present or something for that one. Yeah. Caleb, you're picking in place of Alex this week. Alex had Jeff pick from again, and Jeff got him another lock win and went 4-2. and two. So Jeff has done very well under Alex's name. Jeff is unconscious. Yeah. The guy is so good at picking. It makes me sick, but he can't miss. He's he's hot right now. You think you can follow in his footsteps? No, <laughs> no oh, I don't good. think there's a remote chance that I go over 500. Okay. Yeah. Well, if that doesn't instill confidence, I don't know what will. Adam, you went two and four. Tough week. You fell behind me in the overall. Yeah, we can move on after that. Yeah, that's what I like to see. I went four and two. I did lose my lock, though, so I'm looking to get that back on track. And Alex is six and four in locks. The rest of us are five and five for the people at home. Okay, 
We're on to picks. Thursday night football, Tennessee Titans at Green Bay Packers. This is a good Thursday night football game. This is pretty interesting. I say that, but it is the Titans, so that's a little bit tough. But really good news. It gets more interesting because you can actually watch this game on Twitch with the shop, LeBron and Maverick. We'll be doing a commentary of this game on Twitch. So you can tune in and watch that. Um, the Titans uh, just keep beating the bad teams. They just keep taking them out. The Packers, meanwhile, the Tundra in November, they are wearing all white. So maybe that offsets the Tundra in November. But nonetheless, the line's minus three and a half here for the Packers at home on a short rest Thursday night. So Adam, you want to go first here? Yeah, I think I spoiled this earlier in the show, but um, after that last Packers win, I kind of have to take them. Um, Packers at home, Thursday night in the snow, it's just kind of too classic to not take them. And I think I saw a stat that they're 6-1-1 one one against the spread on Thursday night, so they play well on uh, on Thursdays with Aaron Rodgers. So I'll have to take them. Let's go. I'm back in. You know what that means for me? I'm taking the Titans. Adam jumps on, I jump off. That's the situation we have here. The Packers, I'm sorry, the win against Mike McCarthy, maybe it's because I didn't watch it. It's just not doing it for me. It's it's not really, it doesn't really move the needle for me beating him in overtime. So I'm going to take the Titans, who I think if you like... Mike Vrabel, if you both just have terrible hands, he's just going to outwit you. He's just going to figure out a way to crack down on you and get the win. So I like the Titans, and I'm getting points to do it. What do you like here? Yeah, I'm right in the middle on this one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What an entrance. 63% of public money uh, on Green Bay minus three. So I was looking at minus three. Uh, You're telling me minus three and a half is what I'd have to take. I'll throw you the half point bomb. (laughs) Well, with that, yeah, no, I I look at this as a close game. I think that uh, Owen uh, might be right. I think the Packers might be back. I think something clicked last week. Uh, The run game, it's back. Aaron Jones did look good. And they did cut Amari Rodgers, who was a third-round pick like 18 months ago, which was an interesting move. He fumbled like four punt returns. I got I to gotta lean on the notes here. Uh, Green Bay has a better shot at an explosive play down the stretch. So I'm going to take Green Bay. That's in the notes. You don't like, in the you don't like okay. Westbrook Akeen? No, I, I don't like their <laughs> passing game at all. Uh, give me Green Bay. I hate it. All right. Owen, what are you on? Uh, I could not love Green Bay more. What? I think this is a new team, and Christian Watson is going to be the key that starts this car right back going. So Let's go. I love it. All 25 of your fab. Yeah. Yeah, there he I goes. would have spent a hundred on him if I could, if I had to. Are you starting him this week? Absolutely, in every league. Let's go raw. I like that move, Owen. I actually I did a little you know Yahoo discussions. Everybody who listens to this show knows <laughs> Yahoo discussions, and our friend Mike, who's never been on this show, but if he ever graced a microphone, it would be the end of this podcast. He has recently started playing fantasy hockey. And he's like a psycho on the message yeah. board. So recently I go in to check my following to see what he's saying about Jacob Markstrom, which, I mean, he just lights up the comment section. They love him in there. He gets like 20 <laughs> likes a post and then the people are chanting Mike underneath his name. Anyway, when I was in my following, I noticed that Owen made a comment on Tuesday afternoon about how good Christian Watson was and how Owen was going to spend big on him. And I, I texted him personally. I said, you might want to take that down because if I know the people we play with, they'll take a look at that and then they'll come over the top so you're welcome for the assist on the fab thank you because i had to yes i did have to clean that up yes and i did get him for the price I wanted, just so. for the record i, I felt i always felt like the discussion people who like hate on the players were like robots like i never thought they were real people and then i like met mike and i'm like oh this is the type of person that like 
flames the player in Yahoo Fantasy chat. Because Jacob Marks- Markstrom is obviously like finishing his game and pulling out fantasy and checking what people are saying in yeah. the discussion. Like that's his go-to. So if you want to find Mike's comments, just look for the one that starts with Markstrom, man, I've been up in my room at night thinking about you. So just, <laughs> just wait and scroll till you get that. And then that's him. That's the, that's the mic you're looking for. Huge game for Owens Jets on Sunday. Jets at Patriots. Now both off a bye. If the Jets win this game, because the Dolphins are on bye, it means the Jets are first in the division. So this is a huge game. Big cap from Braxton Berrios this week saying, quote, I got crazy looks when I told everybody at the beginning of the year that this game would be for the playoffs. So bit of a tough look by Braxton there, but that's okay. The Patriots have three games in 12 days after this, so it's going to be a bit of a sprint for them to the finish. But the line is Patriots minus two and a half because obviously they made Zach Wilson look so bad the last time they squared off. But both off a bye, both equally rested. What do you like, Kalen? I like the Patriots here. A lot of the public money coming in on the Jets. I do have a stat. So I'm looking at both teams on a bye. Uh, Robert Sala, what's he up to? The guy has seven kids. Really? Seven Jeez. kids. <laughs> and he's stat. a young... No, listen. He's a young man. <laughs> he's a young feller. He's a young man. Exactly. No so way, we're thinking yeah. young kids. So I'd expect that the bye week to him means a chance to catch up on, on some of that precious time with his kids. Bill Belichick probably doesn't even like his kids. <laughs> no chance. Belichick, he just hired the one out of pity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think I think they're all systems go. I think he's been uh, in the lab. I think this is New England by uh, by a margin. I really like that take, and I also like the Patriots, and I could not give you any better explanation than you just did. So Seven perfectly kids. said. I love it. I'm on the Pats as well. Owen, are you back on the Jets? I'm back on the Jets. I think this is a classic, like, like the bu- the the bullied kid beats the bully. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because he's he has been Zach Wilson has been he's been taken behind the woodshed and beaten a couple times by Bill. Um, but this is a new team. This is the, the coaching is has improved. The defense has improved, and I'm not going to say Zach Wilson has improved, but um, because I don't think he has. I think he's probably gotten worse if anything. But I think the team is good enough to carry him over the hump this time. Adam, are you going to make it a split here? Um, yeah, I'm going to, and I'm going to use the same recipe I used to get this commander's pick right the other day. Um, it's the second matchup between the teams, which is always going to be close division. And, um, you just take the dog in that and the dog usually covers. So I love the jets. Let's go. I like it. That might not be the last you hear from two divisional opponents going at it. Yeah. You'll hear it a lot. Yeah. A little bit of a tease. We've made it to Adam's game of the year. Huge stakes in this one. <laughs> Vikings at Cowboys. He's been talking about this for literally a month. I, I The first time he brought it up was like week four. He's like, well, the Vikings are playing the Cowboys later this season. Yeah. You've actually gone back and peeled back the onion a bit and taken a look mm-hmm. at all the previous matchups. The line here, shockingly, Dallas minus one and a half. Crazy line. It's a shocking mm-hmm. line. And, you know, lots of Dak disappointment and Cowboys negativity. Vikings huge win. And then Vegas flips the spread on you aha minus one and a half i think i know what you're gonna do but how are you feeling ahead of this game um i mean it'll be an entertaining game i checked back on the last three dallas won the last two very close games and then the vikings won the one before that um i don't think the line is that shocking like if you want i know like we're all overtaken by emotion like oh my god they beat the bills but like you watch the game and they shouldn't have won that game obviously right like you're not expecting the QB to fumble on the sneak to win the game, right? So 
it would have if that didn't happen it would have just been like a, oh they lost by one possession again to the bills like whatever mm-hmm. spread would be this so i think vegas kind of knows that that win shouldn't have happened regardless i'm gonna move away from that and i'm gonna take the cowboys here um shocker <laughs> yeah shocker i'm not really gonna pull out i know caleb was hating on people who pull out the like bad pass defense stats and stuff like no, that no, do your thing yeah the vikings are uh very bad pass defense <laughs> um and trayvon diggs has been playing lights out this year he's locking down number one receivers so despite justin jefferson's crazy game uh last week i think trayvon diggs can lock him up you can say what you want owen but he has been locking up number one receivers check the stats this year so um i think we can stop the pass and I feel like after last week, we kind of figured out that, hey, guys, like we need to stop the run, so maybe the coaching is going to be focused on that, let Trayvon Diggs do his thing, um, and I think we can pull out this win. This is a great game. This is a very good game. Yeah. I'm going to be locked into this one. Owen, what do you like? Um, I also like Dallas here, and basically for the same reason. I think that <laughs> there's some overreaction because of the win last week, and that was kind of – it was – it really was kind of a fluky win. Like it was a game that if you play 10 times, it, I think Minnesota probably loses eight times. That was one of the games where they did what they needed to do to win. Um, but I do think Dallas is a better team. I do like on to the Trayvon Diggs point. I think Justin Jefferson is almost matchup proof in a sense. Like, I don't know if there's many corners in football that are going to be able to lock him down. He is like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying he's going to have zero catches for, or like one catch for seven yards, but like you can limit him to a certain factor with a really good corner sure yeah i mean he's not i don't know if he'll run he'll you know cat you know receive have 200 yards receiving but i think he'll he'll do well i don't think that'll be a big factor but regardless i think that uh dallas is a better team so i think they'll win yeah i don't hate the take i like the vikings i think the vikings i mean i know everybody's going to be on them but it is a hard place to play and i do like dallas but i do think minnesota is a little bit better coach and i know it's a hard place to play so I like Minnesota to play a pretty clean game and fix some of the things that went wrong last week against Buffalo, even though they did play a great game, still a little bit more to be done. And I know that crowd can play a factor and they want the home field. So I think they're going to be pretty motivated to prove it wasn't just a one-off. And I think a lot of money is going to be coming in on Dallas and I like the Vikings in this one. And the money stack. Caleb and I, I was seeing even money when I, when I looked at the matchup, <laughs> ah. but that changes minute to minute. Uh, <laughs> For me, Dallas is a hungry dog. They got embarrassed last week. Uh, they're looking to get back in a big way. I think the Vikings are a pretend team. 7-0 in one-score games this year. There's a stat for you. Another stat. In games after beating the odds-on Super Bowl favorite, teams are probably not that good. Uh, I think that they I think that they won their Super Bowl last week, uh, and I think, uh, I think Dallas is going to come out and probably win this game in a route. Wow, that is actually a good Love stat because you kind of beat the best team in the league and you get overconfident and then you kind of... It's a good stat that doesn't exist. <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> but it's, it's a good stat. It's directionally correct. Yeah, yeah. I like your stat. It's a, it's a novel idea. Sunday Night Football, Kansas City Chiefs at Los Angeles Chargers. These teams played in week two and the Chiefs covered and won that game. So another divisional second time around. It is Chiefs minus six and a half. The Chargers... I think they get Keenan Allen back, but that literally you <laughs> don't know. They've said that every week for the past like month, yeah, probably. Yeah, more than that, like yeah. two Chiefs. I don't think Juju or MVS can play, but Kadarius Tony looked so good that it might not matter for them. So again, minus six and a half on the road. 
Chargers kind of got stymied last week in the second half. They didn't score any points against San Francisco, and I saw Fred Warner went up and talked about how the Niners' defense ran the same thing over and over again. They couldn't figure it out. So that was kind of an indictment on the Chargers and their staff. I know they were playing with, like, Palmer and Carter and, like, the grocery bagger as the third receiver, so I understand that Herbert was with the practice squad, and I know Emily said don't pick against the Chargers. I feel like we got our money's worth on the Chargers last week, and this week I'll take the Chiefs to cover soundly on the road. I kind of want to kill him to go because I need his stats to pick this one. Well, I, I don't have. I wrote out a whole, uh, a whole blurb on why Let's I'm taking KC. Let's hear it. Well, it's not going to matter. Tony has arrived. We got that. <laughs> okay. Kadarius is the uh-huh. truth. Uh, yep. LA has no home games. This is really just a neutral site, so I think that's something to keep in mind. But uh, ultimately, this was the spot for me to fade myself, uh, and I thought back to hard knocks. Not this season, but last. Mm. Brandon Staley. That was actually two years ago. Sure, okay. (laughs) Brandon Staley is laser-focused on the Kansas City Chiefs. His Super Bowl is every time they get to play the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Earlier this year, Justin Herbert, even a probably grade three concussion didn't keep him out of that game he actually looked even better with the brain damage i think <laughs> i think staley wants this game i don't think they're gonna be making the playoffs so there's no sense to to save any plays I, i'm looking for them to empty the clip uh and soundly cover six and a half i like it and that got me fired up i'm gonna take the same pick for uh, all those reasons um and just like i said on the pick earlier second matchup take the dog it'll be a closer game and it's on sunday night so division matchup sunday night second time they play each other and the first one was close first one was a three-point game yeah i'll happily take the dogs all right owen what are you liking this one man i've gone back and forth i think i'm gonna take i'm gonna take the i'm gonna take the chiefs uh and canarius tony's being my guy everybody who knows me knows he's my guy he's being my guy he's always been my guy and he always will be my guy okay uh, and i think he's i think he's kind of this is kind of his he's your guy party, or last week was and this is this is going to be a continuation of it we're just <laughs> we're starting to see what he can do yeah monday night football game is played in mexico city so factor that into your notes Kim, you noticed about the field last time around they tried to play in mexico city what were your observations it's bad no good yeah uh, no bueno <laughs> no good one <laughs> yeah, no had bueno. to cancel the game and move it back to where the original <laughs> home team was yeah. now they get to you know they had two chances got a year to get the grass right i think this is at the azteca i think that's what they call it right so it's in mexico city 49ers at cardinals Kyler Murray, I don't think he's going to play. I saw Jeremy Fowler said he's probably out another week, maybe two, which, I mean, at that point, why would they even bring him back? Like, they'll be dead in the water. So Trace McSorley and Colt McCoy will have to split duties again for the Cardinals. It looks like they are the technically home team, and they're getting 7.5 against the San Francisco 49ers, the visiting 49ers, who Eli Mitchell played a huge factor in Sunday night's win over the Chargers, and I think that they are looking pretty ripe on the ground and can control the clock pretty well. I don't know that they'll beat anybody by eight, but I like San Francisco here, and I'm willing to take them to cover. I'm also going to take San Francisco to win this pretty uh, convincingly. It's Arizona with a backup quarterback. I don't know what else I need to say. I don't hate it. Their coach sucks. Their quarterback now sucks. I mean, they did win last week with the backup quarterback. They did, but now they're playing a real team. Fair. You want to go Owen, or am I going? I'll go. I can go. No, I, I got it. Okay. <laughs> you got it. Uh, divisional game, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just double check. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm leaning towards taking the points, and that's what I'm going to do. I think that uh, these travel games, which I found out 
minutes ago. Uh, these travel games are the great equalizer, and eight is a, a pretty serious margin. I don't know if you guys saw it, but Jimmy G was getting a lot of attention at the Warriors game yes. uh, from oh, yeah. that entire uh, roster of cheerleaders. I wonder where his head's at. Uh, he doesn't seem focused. I know what I about would too. What about his Diddle teammates too. that got ignored? Like McCaffrey got ignored. Don't you think that fires well, him up? Well, a they bit? know McCaffrey. Like those women know Culpo. Yeah. Culpo is with oh. McCaffrey. That's like locked down, known thing, right? So they're going. What about for- Kittle though? Kittle was right there too. Yeah, yeah, but he's dressed like a goof. That guy is a <laughs> huge loser. Jimmy G. I mean, anyone, anyone sitting next to Jimmy G. Uh, they might as well not be there at all. So yes, he is kind of the only guy there. I Which I mean, that. he's got you know. I, he strikes me as like an airhead. Like where it's like he's a pre- he's a, like a pretty boy. There's not much going on upstairs. No way. I don't hate yeah. the take. I think that. Could I wonder be fair. what makes you think that. Like, well, yeah, if I was an NFL quarterback and also insanely <laughs> hot, I don't know if I'd be paying attention in school. Like, <laughs> what else does he need? True. Maybe that was. Yeah. Maybe that was not a hot take. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, are you done with your pick? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna take the uh, Cardinals because it's too many points on Monday night and. I like Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy is not bad. And Trace McSorley, for the minutes that he pitched, shout out to Luca, who knew it, was not bad either. So that's a win there. I mean, that's the thing. I think for you guys' benefit, your guys' benefit as well, I think historically, I never forget how the triangle works. Like Shanahan owns McVay, but I think Kingsbury owns Shanahan. And then I don't know what the relationship is between McVay and Kingsbury. I think McVay historically has Kingsbury, but there's like a weird, you know, triangle there where they all beat up on each other. But I know Kingsbury gets Shanahan most of the time. So there's a bonus for you. Locks of the week. Owen, you look ready to go. You look very <laughs> fired up for this one. So I'll let you bat first. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you not. Know what? I'm going to, no, no, no. I, I know what I'm going to lock. I was kind of torn, but I think I'm going to just do it. I'm gonna lock the pan uh, the Packers. Sorry, this week. Oh, uh, okay. We, we kind of already talked about why I like the Packers so much. I think this is a new team. I said the Christian Watson, the key that starts the car back up. Uh, I really do believe that, and I think they will uh, roll this week. I like it. I like it. Once you feel the strongest about something, just double down on it. I like it, which is good. Caleb, yeah, I, go. I felt strongly last week. I doubled down, and uh, and we saw how that worked. <laughs> My lock of the week, and this is ugly, and, and I apologize to Phil. Uh, I, mean, I got to take the Bengals minus four. I don't understand anything about this line. I understood even less when I saw that 80% of the public money's coming in on Pittsburgh plus four. Uh, it's hard to beat a team twice. The Steelers robbed them uh, early in week one, and that was with TJ Watt for the majority of that game. And Minka. And Minka. Uh, the Bengals are also well-rested. Uh, Bengals minus four, lock it up. Yeah, revenge factor's big in that one, I feel like. But don't apologize to me. I feel like you're much more of a Steelers fan than I am. So apologize Whoa, to yourself, really. I don't really. know about that. I don't know about that either. Oh, okay. Are you well. suddenly not a Steelers fan? Oh, I just love the NFL, man. Yeah, it's just and me, I man. feel the same way. So look at that. Look at us. Two guys who just rep the shield. That's what the Steelers do to you, hey? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to look elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. That's three games of Mitch Trubisky for you. Adam, what are you on this week? Um, I'm kind of torn between two, but I think I'm going to... I'm going to have to go with the Broncos minus two and a half. How can you have a feel in this game? This I is just, crazy. Uh, I just think the Raiders suck. So I'm going to happily take the Broncos. And the, Bron- but the Broncos. The Broncos are humming. The Broncos are, so are not as bad as the Raiders. Okay. 
Yeah. Really? Revenge factor in that one as well because the Broncos lost to the Raiders the first time around. Yeah. Honorable mention to the Bears plus three and a half, but I won't take it. I like it. Yeah. The, the Broncos, I, I kind of like them too, but their coach going up there this morning and saying somebody's got to win this game was one of the most <laughs> discouraging things I've ever heard. So I'm not going to be on the Broncos this weekend. My lock, I love, love the Ravens minus 12 and a half against the Panthers. The Ravens are off a bye and John Harbaugh dominates off a bye. He's like 11 and three. But the real reason I like this I think this is the last chance to ever bet against Baker Mayfield. I think this he's is starting. He's starting. I think this is the swan song. Can I change my pick? Well, you can after you hear this. He just sucks against the Ravens. It's just what he does. They know him like the back of their hand, and they have an extra week to prepare for him. I love the Ravens in this game. Mark Andrews should be back. The Panthers, I know they beat the Falcons, but that was a divisional game. Anything can happen. You know that better than anybody else. Accountability. And I want to make my money betting against Baker Mayfield one final time before he plays for the Argonauts. So I'm, I'm locking in. I'm going to have to switch my pick to this because I went on like a three or four game lock streak at the start of the season locking in against Baker Mayfield. So I'm going to have to ride with you, unfortunately. I'm sorry, Phil. That's okay. Why do you say one more time? Is uh, Darnold back or something? No, he's just going to get benched. No, PJ Walker's hurt. He's out one week. Oh. So I think he's going to resume after this week because there's no way Baker has any success (laughs) against the Ravens. Absolutely none. Like he had limited success with them on the Browns when he had like an actual coach and offensive line and running game. Now he's supposed to go in there with Foreman and DJ Moore and pick up a W. I don't like his chances. So I like the Ravens. I think that's a good pick. Respect. Two guys on the AFC North as you're on the Bengals and Owen rides out with the pack. I like it. The other thing that's going on, I was pretty excited to get in the show today because there was a big Blue Jays trade this morning and Owen was in a pit of despair after he heard the news that Teoscar Hernandez was moving on to the Mariners, which is a big, big change for the Jays who've had Hernandez the last five and a half years. He's been a bit of a presence in the locker room and always around and to lose him and let him go. I know this is tough, but you seem to be coming around to the move on. Yeah, well, let's, uh, I mean, I think the way I look at the trade now is mostly dependent on whether or not they'll get Brandon Nimmo, which is what the kind of the rumors on the street are saying. Because if we do get Nimmo, then I like the trade a lot more because that means we're getting, it's probably an upgrade at center field or at right field, or at center field, and then they'll probably move Springer right because Nimmo is a better they're the same age. Nemo's probably a better hitter. I mean, he's been a better hitter since 2020. He's like one of the best 20 hitters by WRC plus since 2020. He's quite a bit better than Teoscar Hernandez. Um, he is a much, but much better defender. So it's probably an upgrade in that side of the ball too. Um, but yeah, it's just contingent on the, whether the way I look at Teoscar Hernandez leaving is contingent on whether we can get Brandon Nemo because the trade itself I don't really like unless we have somebody else coming back. Because just in a vacuum, like we gave up a silver slugger who is one of the best right fielders, hitting right fielders in baseball for a reliever and then a project, like a prospect. So like, yeah, we need bullpen help, but we're also giving up one of the better hitters in baseball to do it. So I didn't love it, but I will like it if we get Nemo, if that makes sense. I understand what you mean. It's a, it's yeah. like a TBD mark. It's not there yet. Yeah. Like it's contingent on something else, which yes, I think is a fair exactly. way to approach this. Like they do need left-handed bats, but at the same time, you hate to see a guy who's been there the whole time and been with the team leave for basically like pennies on the dollar. It seems like I know he's expiring, but I do feel like they 
maybe could have done a little bit better. And then I didn't like that the GM goes up and says, well, like, we didn't do this for budget reasons. Like, well, then yeah. what are we doing? I don't really understand yeah. that one. But still, going to be an interesting couple weeks with the Jays to keep it going. But we have Bozo of the Week. We got Genius of the Week. And then we can wrap it up. Who wants to go first? We want to do Genius first, maybe. Oh, and you're the leadoff king. So want to check in sure. on the Genius? Yeah, sure. So my Genius this week. Oh man, I, I want to give I want to give a genius and then an honorable mention if that's all right. Yeah, of course. Okay, so my first first my genius is this is kind of an allusion. It's alluding back to to something we talked about last year, which was I don't know if you guys remember that kid that picked the games by flipping coins. Yes, do you remember I that? Do. Was it the Raiders, Raiders games? games? The Raider games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was Raider games. Um, and so this year, there's this kid who. I guess picked a bunch of Jets games. And leading up to their bye, he had picked every single Jets game correct. So he was right with Baltimore loss, Cleveland win, Cincinnati loss, Pittsburgh win, Miami oh, good. win. Yeah, <laughs> list them. No, you should go list through all them. them. Yeah, yeah. I'll just go slower so you guys can hear. <laughs> Green Bay win, Denver win, New England loss, Buffalo win. So those are the ones that he picked so far. Bye week, New England loss. That's what he said. New England loss, Chicago loss. Minnesota win, and then I'll spare you guys the, the rest of it. And then ultimately, they're going to go to the AFC Championship and lose. So that just thought I'd throw that in there too. Um, but yeah, shout out to this kid. Uh, his name's Nooner on Twitter. I guess he might be an adult. I actually don't know. It's different. I really hope it's not a grown man. Yeah, I hope it's not a grown man, but I might look into that. But uh, yeah, genius to him. And I guess more more specifically, genius to this coin for, for doing so well. Was it a coin flip? Yeah, it was. It was. He did a coin flip on every single game. And I hope it comes to fruition because I would love to see the Jets in the AFC Championship game. It's been too long. Because um, you've been a fan forever. Right. Well, <laughs> you know, you kind of, the thing is when you, when you adopt, a, when you're adopted into a fan base, you kind of absorb the, the, the right. pain of the franchise. You so do. back you when do. you were like a, Phil, Phil back up on this. Back when you were a Tom Brady fan, you like, you're kind of going back in those days and now you feel bad for the Jets throughout that time. I mean, I had to go through the same process when I adopted Arsenal. It's like we went mm. through some hard times. I don't remember them. I don't know who was on the team, <laughs> but I know that we did go through them. But now it's good to see what's happened. You know, it's been too long. That's what I'm saying. So I'd love to see us back there. It's been too long. We've been suffering for so many years. Um, and then my second one, honorable mention, shout out to DC, Dan Campbell, uh, because Brian Dable uh, shared a story this week. When he from when he was the uh, when he was working with the Dolphins, they interviewed Dan Campbell to be the tight ends coach for the team, which he eventually did become. Uh, he shared some details from that historic interview, and he said he remembers Dan Campbell smashing chairs, hitting the wall, <laughs> and said that he was out of breath by the time the interview finished. So he basically they were, they asked him to summarize the whole thing, and he said it was a very entertaining interview. So. I just love Dan Campbell and I think he's a genius because I think he's really authentic. Like you kind of, what you see is what you get. He's the same guy with everybody. Um, it's not like he puts on a show for the team and then is like a different person behind closed doors. He's, he's like, he is what he is. So I, I respect that. And I love Dan Campbell for that, even though he's not a great head coach. He's a hard so, on his sleeve guy. That's just who he yes, is. Absolutely. I think on this show next year, when we do the, when we do our annual, you know, over unders, I think somebody's got to do one where they flip coins. I think somebody has to pick one of the 32. It can be any of us. 
and just flip a coin and then just unveil it. Just bring it some random day and say, I've done it, and this is what happens for them this season, and then we just track it throughout the course of the way. I think that's a sharp idea. My bo- or my genius of the week this week is 49er fans. Now, I'm going to take you on a bit of a story time because I planned to make this my bozo of the week, and then I thought to myself, I don't want to be rude or anything, so I'm going to make it a genius, but I found a new angle so it's not sarcastic, so I think I'm appealing to everybody mm. on this one. So let just just bear with me and I'll break it down. I went to the 49er game on Sunday. I not go, a big deal. Not, not a big deal. I go to these games with my dad. We've, we've done not it a for big deal. years. We've had a great time. And this, you know, the thing is, we've stayed in San Francisco before. We stayed downtown. I think most people do that. Also not a big deal. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> nice a, place. I'm, I'm just trying to tell you what happened. <laughs> I've been there a lot. What kind of car did you drive? Okay. All right. Here's the story. <laughs> Stay downtown, right? The 49er stadium, I knew it was far. Okay, I didn't know. You would know that because you've been there so often. All right. Do you want me to tell the story or not? Do you want? I want to hear the story. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 49 Stadium is far. Okay, I knew it was far because I'd heard complaints about it at the Super Bowl. I know how, like, you know. Okay, Phil. What? You're baiting me now, Phil. What? I guy, guy. I'm not. I didn't go to the Super Bowl. Okay. I'm saying. I'm saying that when the Super Bowl was there, there was a bunch of problems that I read about after the fact. I did not go to the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. I'm happy to clear that up. No, I also know that because when you turn on the game, sometimes in the afternoon when they're playing a stinker, it's empty, right? So get on the train to go down there because it's in san jose that's where the stadium is so it was i think two and a half hours to get there on the train which is fine like i would do that over and over again i had a great time it was an unbelievable time i'm not complaining about the transit time i want that very clear went to the game got there super early walked around you know did the whole thing whatever leave the gates 8 20 great time let me stress that again fantastic time at the niner game leave the gates at 8 20 turned left instead of turning right a five-second decision probably cost 60 minutes of transit time on the way home. By the time we got back to the bus to the train line, uh, it was like fire fest. It was like there was people just everywhere, which way, line, 60,000 people trying to get out of this thing. They pack you on the train, 60 minutes to get on the train, take three trains, get back. Again, not complaining. But I just want this <laughs> to be on the record because I want you to know, next time you see a 49er fan on the TV who's at the game dressed up, face paint, whatever defense sign. I saw a guy wearing actual like game-issued Robbie Gold pants, which I sent to Owen. <laughs> Next time you see one of those guys, think about how they're going every Sunday, four hours there, four hours back. These people love the 49ers, and that stadium is very far. So shout out to the 49ers people. But what if the fans live in Santa Clara? Like, what if Robbie Gold guy lives there? Oh, no, he lived way far. And the the people, like, because you get on the trains and you're going and you're going back. And it's just, like, I can't believe how far these people go to watch the 49ers. It's unbelievable stuff. So I want to give the 49er fans a lot of props. Respect. Yeah, I'm glad we could make through make through that very for the uh, record uh, swiftly. Cavalry fans go through a pretty similar thing. I heard here in Calgary. Yeah, is it four the hours? Stadium's pretty home? far. Yeah, four yeah. hours. Isn't huh? it like, isn't it like by Southland? Spruce? No, it's like I don't oh, even yeah. know it's what good it's good for the Canyon Meadows. It's very it's far. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking because can the movie theater like Canyon Meadows movie theater is like tw- like twenty. It's minutes not from Canyon house. Meadows once again. Right, I remember that. Yeah, right. I remember once that. again. Right, <laughs> they don't have it's the soccer Spruce field Meadows. right there. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, 
It's not at South Center Mall. They don't have the stadium there. <laughs> what do you have to your genius of the week, Kill? Genius is a little soft, but I got to go. <laughs> don't I gotta, tell yourself. Sure. I got to go Israel Adesanya. I don't know if you guys paid attention uh, to the card on the weekend. Uh, he caught a loss, kind of an ugly one, uh, and definitely high profile, but he got out ahead of it, did a lot of podcasts this week, long-form interviews, and anyone uh, in the fight game who takes a loss and then even uh, even scratches the surface of an excuse, uh, they just get roasted, and that follows them for the rest of their career. So genius uh, of the week to him. The two times that I think he's lost in general uh, – both have been taken with class and uh, i don't really like him on account of the you know he's big into the anime and sort of that What's stuff your problem with anime? <laughs> i'm not into yeah, all that but <laughs> but he takes a loss <laughs> like a man so uh respectable there i like i it. was actually just before we uh got on the show i was listening to a, an episode one of those aforementioned long form interviews and he was very good he's very gracious very gracious very you know complimentary of uh mm-hmm. his opponent so i appreciate that that's getting my vote. Raw. So we have him, Nooners on Twitter, aka the Coin Flipper, and Forty Nine er fans. And Owen's already put his in for Izzy. So you don't um, got one? Nah. I'll I'm vote here. for the Niners fans. There you go. I'm putting mine in for Nooners on Twitter so Caleb can make the final pick. Yeah, I gotta go. Coin. I don't understand how you can be a genius if you're taking a two and a half hour train ride to watch a football game. <laughs> That's either way. You're- <laughs> I just like them because they're That's devoted. Crazy. Just yeah. go and change my perspective. Devoted, so. sure, uh, but I'll go with the coin. That is pretty remarkable. Yeah, the guy's yeah. on a hot streak. Remarkable is that the first ever inanimate object genius of the week? I, I think the guy who the, did it last no year had, had had the win, and there's definitely, I think I think more inanimate objects have won than people. <laughs> okay. yeah. So there is that. We've I given think, like ideas, geniuses before. Yeah. Yes. Like not even. Car bumpers. Yeah. Oh no, that was a winner, not yeah. a genius. Right? I think Alex has tried to give himself a genius of the week before, so I there think, was that oh, too. I think yeah. he has. I think we I all think have. I think we have given him Yeah, I think he did get some wins. Bozo of the week, Owen, you want to lead off? Yeah. So my Bozo this week is the Raiders. Uh, and I hate to pile on. I really <laughs> no, do. Don't. I just gives me no pleasure to pile on, but I'm, I feel like I have to do it. It's my almost my journalistic responsibility to do so, to report <laughs> the facts. Um, and the Raiders, I mean, I don't have to be the one to tell you this. Anybody that's watched any Raider football at all, or in the case of Alex, been locked in on a three-hour game, um, <laughs> can probably tell you that they're really bad. Um, and one of the reasons they're so bad is because of their coach, at least in my opinion, is because of their coach, Josh McDaniels. And we kind of touched on this earlier in the in the episode as to why they might stick it out with him. Um, and, but a report came out this week that basically said the rate, the reason the Raiders um, are going to stick with Josh McDaniels is because they're quote unquote cash poor, which means they don't have the money to fire him and pay another coach seeing as they're already paying him. And, oh, and you think about really hard, you remember that they're also paying the $100 billion contract they hope to uh, to John Gruden as well. So they would be, if they were to hire another coach, they'd be paying three coaches. Yeah, basically, as of right now, the plan for the Raiders, according to these reports, is that they're going to have to not only live with uh, Josh McDaniels for this year, but they're all in for next year. So I just wanted to provide some context for every time you hear the Raiders talk favorably about Josh McDaniels and about him being their guy and about how they're trying to build you know, kind of build around him. It's not because they want to, it's because they're too poor to hire somebody that's actually good. And the biggest loser in all this is my boy, and I'm going to call him, credit to Alex for this nickname, but Pit, Bo- Pit Boss Rich, because I think we're all big fans of Rich Passaccia, and uh, 
he should be the guy right there in, mm-hmm. in that spot right now. So I guess loser to the Raiders for just mishandling the entire situation. I think Rich Bisaccia should thank Josh McDaniels because he might get another job solely because of how bad Josh McDaniels is. True. It's like, well, Rich Bisaccia made, you know, wine out of water and Josh McDaniels had better water and turned it into a fire. So yeah, that could be an option. Good for Rich Bisaccia. My bozo of the week this week is NBA players. And I did want to, you know, sort of focus in on one, but there was too many comments all at once (laughs) to pick one. So I'm just going to short through. I thought we were going to get a repeat winner this week. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is, uh, (laughs) you thought I was going back in the Kyrie Irving pool. Oh, I thought we were going to LeBron. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, LeBron had some some remarkable comments recently. So he certainly did. And I can't wait to see the shop this week to talk about it. The lying about the Migos. He just made he made a lot of lies. Yes. Yeah. He did. And they came to light. (laughs) But there was too many to pick from for these NBA players, so I'm just gonna read a bunch of them and we can just sort of dive into them one by one if we want or just skip over them. But we had K D today say, quote, look at our starting lineup, Edmund Summer, Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton, and me. It's not disrespect, but what are you expecting from that group? I love that angle. It's not disrespect, but these guys are ass and I'm carrying. Nice. Uh, carrying to what, the twelve seed? Good for you, dude. Um we had Ben Simmons come out and say, quote, I love the game. Do I like all the bullshit around it? No, but I love the game. I love playing basketball, and I love to work. Do you think we're kindergartners? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> There's years worth of evidence that you do not like to work, and you do not love the game. So, no, that one has to make it for me, too. Isaiah Thomas says he'd score 18 to 20 points a game if a team gave him a chance. Isaiah, all you've had is chances, bro. Five years of chances, and you've never done anything to prove it. He also said, quote, I've never been a defensive liability in my life. Like, does he think we don't have eyes? Like, that's the only reason he's not in the NBA. Nick Young said he should be one of the best 75 Lakers of all time. Who asked? Nobody. Like, why are you talking? Please go back to whatever hole you were living in. And then Kemba Walker said he had mystery workouts from two teams. Mystery workouts, a.k.a. they just don't exist. I worked out for, like, the Washington Mystics and the WNBA type beat. Common theme, everybody on this list is unemployed or a bozo, so I, I cannot take this NBA player capping anymore, and I had to take a stand against it. So Can I, can I take a stand, too, on your stand? Mm-hmm. I'm sick and tired of the people on Twitter saying free KD because he put himself in this prison. He knew exactly, we've been on this on the show, he knew exactly what he was doing going into business with Kyrie Irving. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I actually, like he should, he gets, he's basically getting exactly what he deserves. So I'm, I'm tired of that. If you're, if you're, you know, planning on tweeting hashtag free KD, like don't do it. I agree. Don't do it. Yeah. He made his bed. He's going to have to stay in it now. That's how Absolutely. it is. Enjoy your three-year contract, buddy. What do you have this week for uh, for a bozo? I got Odell Beckham. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure he's uh, well familiar with the category. Uh, he's he's uh, undergoing some uh, legal proceedings with Nike. Uh, I guess they didn't pay him or something. So I'd like to just read an excerpt from his statement. Being a Nike athlete and a brand icon was a dream I've had ever since being a young boy. Skip a little bit. When Nike exercised its right of first refu- this is also not important, but basically it fulfilled his dream. He was very happy to be a Nike uh, athlete. Unfortunately, Nike did oh. not honor its commitments. Uh, throughout the partnership, he kept his promise, fulfilled his obligations, and, and the, uh, the grievance is that they didn't pay him what he was owed. So then uh, Beckham Jr. continued. 
Today, I'm taking a stand not just for me, but to set a precedent for all athletes who have dedicated their life to the sport they love, especially for those who do not have the means to stand up for themselves. And what I love about this move, I guess I did call him a bozo here, and it is a bit of a bozo move, but what I love about the move is is how he is uh, pursuing personal monetary gain, uh, and then he finds a way to present that as uh, being a voice for the voiceless uh, and setting a precedent. That's something I would do. Uh, something selfish, call it a precedent. Uh, and you're a hero. So Odell, Bozo, maybe he's a genius. I don't know. You decide. I like that he uh, he took the stance that, like, I didn't, you know, they didn't do their part. I did mine. It's like, dude, you've been sitting on your couch <laughs> yeah, for the last exactly. year. Yeah. Like, you're not on any roster. You're not doing any sort of workouts. I don't know how that's fulfilling And, and apparently his he was due $2 million in March that uh, that he still hasn't seen. So mm. Is that pray for cash? Odell. Or yeah, is, is that his crypto situation? Is he getting that with FTX or maybe he asked for it with FTX <laughs> okay, well, and then so Nike was like, okay, like you got it. Your money doesn't exist. <laughs> like they put it in the sister firm and it's gone now. So in case you, you weren't aware, two mil. his Rams contract was signed in Bitcoin. Yeah, I don't I know if you knew that. that. Yeah, doesn't surprise. Me. That's the joke there. Mm-hmm. I have a so the, the joke is he made like no money. Yeah, yeah, played for free. The joke is he's broke. Ha! Yeah, good joke. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> but you had one. Yeah, I have a bozo. Because I actually thought this would get mentioned, but it didn't. So I'm going to have to uh, pull out the bozo on LeBron. I hate to do it. <laughs> another NBA player getting <laughs> Yeah, another NBA player. I kind of thought Phil would throw this in, but he didn't. Because, um, well, recently there was a lie about the Migos. Did we even talk about that on the show? No, it was during our break, so we missed it. Yeah, so, um, I mean, that wasn't even the main one, but that's... One of his more recent caps is he was talking, you know, I was on the Migos before anyone else back when I first joined the Heat in 2010, and I don't think they had a mixtape out by then. So No song until 2011. Yeah, so that's just one, like, pure cap from LeBron. So, I mean, like, I kind of respect how he lies. Like, he kind of just owns it, and he, like, thinks he can't get caught, even though, like, the internet exists, and he's, like, a very famous athlete. And then another interview kind of resurfaced recently with uh, Peter Crouch. It's kind of ahead of the World Cup, so people are kind of digging up some old soccer interviews. And there was one that resurfaced recently about LeBron interviewing Peter Crouch. For those of you who don't know, he's like a famous English player. He played on like 20 soccer teams, I'd say, growing up. Like I could name probably two of them. So um, he's uh, interviewing LeBron, and then the girl on the side is like, Oh, just so you know, like Peter Crouch used to play for Liverpool. Because um, LeBron did own some yeah, piece of LeBron, Liverpool. When they you know, were... he's a Liverpool fan. He grew up like in, uh, <laughs> he grew up in Akron, and he was like turn on the TV every Sunday at five a.m. So like he knows these things. So she was like, "Oh, just so you know, like Peter Coach used to play for Liverpool." He's like, yeah, "Yeah, I knew that. Like I was a big fan of him back in the day." And it's like, "All right, like no, you weren't." And then. Um, Peter Couch asked him, he's like, oh, were you watching the Euros? And obviously LeBron's like, yeah, I was watching the Euros. He's like, did you see that Jordan Henderson scored like in the semifinal? And uh, I'm going to pull out the exact quote that LeBron said. And he goes, I saw that he was able to score score one in the match the other day. I thought that was... uh, pretty unique the fact that he would do that and also be with liverpool football club <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the automated combos on your 2k phone yeah so, so, yeah. so shout out lebron had to club uh, had to plug liverpool football club um i'm not sure what's unique about a soccer player scoring a goal in a game but uh respect respect on the caps do love lebron 
I'm looking forward to the shop tonight on uh, on Thursday Night <laughs> Football. Going to be raw. Him and Mav talking about the game. It should be sick. So we got NBA players, Odell, LeBron specifically, and then what was yours? The name? Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, Stacked. I'm gonna have to give it to the to the Raiders. I'm gonna also give it to the Raiders. I feel like they're very deserving. Sure, I'll go Raiders. Okay. <laughs> we'll I'm gonna go with uh, LeBron. Actually, no, I'm gonna go with the NBA players. Can I, I, I combine them? Sure. Yeah. Vote for NBA one. NBA players yeah. plus LeBron. <laughs> yeah, your yeah. vote's not worth three. So anything you pick, <laughs> yeah, tough, <laughs> tough luck. But yeah, Caleb, you're here. I, I imagine you will be back. I think you enjoy the podcast. So. Oh, I'm loving it. Good, good. Yeah. You're natural. The so. ball is in your court. Oh, it, yeah. and you will be back for sure. But is there anything you want to talk about before we go? Anything you're into that you we didn't get to? No, didn't really prep anything. You uh, got your fighting comments out. Kilm's a big fighting fan. No, I don't. I don't think that's true. As first really? fights I watched was this weekend. Like it's the been first a time I met Caleb, I went to his basement. There's like a punching bag, and he like asked me if I wanted to fight him like on four separate occasions. <laughs> so, well, Adam's always I, doing I, actions that warrant fights. So, <laughs> so I kind of imagine he's like a big MMA fan. He kind of goes up to his punching bag, shows us like a bunch of kicks that yeah. he knows. This the move Izzy did. <laughs> I got yeah. some sick kicks. <laughs> what can I say? What kicks can you do? What kicks? Can oh you yeah, do? I got a couple kicks. Yeah. Are you into F1 at all? Because we have, Owen's kind of like our expert, but he's never watched a race. No, I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch occasionally uh, when they got them in like a usual time. But um, so more than all of us. So did you watch the Mexico one the other week? Brazil, just this last I week, know, maybe. <laughs> this guy's a super fan. No, I didn't watch it. I just, <laughs> I just happened to know it went on. Not an F1 fan. I will say that uh, with the the myocarditis bid uh, and sitting around doing nothing. There's been, I've been, I dipped my toe into the World Series, uh, made a ton of money there. Nice. Uh, you been, and your partner? My, me and my associate, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the Belmont Stakes, uh, I gave horse racing a try. And I will tell you, if you have not gambled on horse racing, you have got to give it a go because that is a, good. the rush Endorsing of all rushes. Habits. It's on the podcast. No, it's good. It's, it's yeah. It's, it's all good in fun. good fun. Yeah. As long as you have a partner. Oh, responsibly. And yeah. An, an associate. associate. An associate. Yeah. Interesting. Don't say partner. Yeah, I'm an associate. Sorry. Future segments, I'll get back to you on that one. Okay, good. Because I, I would. You're a good injury sub, so this is this yeah. is good. We'll we'll have a, probably near the top of the power rankings. Yeah, he he's a natural. Dude. Yeah, he's he's him and Rig. He speaks very clearly. Glad. Rig's on hiatus ever since he's been, he's been coming after me. He sends me 20 texts a day just berating me, and he's on permanent hiatus for the time being. If he's listening to this, I want him to know but he's, like, he's definitely on hiatus. But when he's on the show, he's not like attacking you, so that's kind of like a good break. That's true. he's pretty nice on the show. But over, like if you see my text, you would understand. I mean, no one sees some of the stuff that's going on. It's just it's out of this world. I'm just, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm on permanent attack. But I give today a 10. It was good to be back. I was looking forward to this one because there was lots I wanted to discuss, which is good. Yeah, so. I was kind of hoping we wouldn't talk about some of the things we did, but I'll still give it a 10. What? Oh, the Cowboys? Yeah. Okay. Kill me want to give it a 10 too? Just 10, yeah. <laughs> good, good. And then Owen to finish it off. Yeah, Go yeah, around the circle. That was yeah, the most sure. forced way possible, <laughs> but it was respect, and it came out with a 40 out of 40, which is big. So. First, yeah. One of one of many forty out of forty. One of many. One of one hundred fifty three. Yeah. So, on National Butter Day. Good. All right. Well, we'll be back Monday after the football. Should be a good weekend. Touch guys.